Welcome to the TDWG Podcast. My name is Paul Davidson. And my name is Scott Norman. And today, we are going to take a trip back in time, and we are going to determine what was the best song of the summer for the past decade. Yep, so this is one of our summer sodes, and we are going to look back in summer sode fashion at previous summers, in which we had no summer sodes, and see which of the last ten years had the best... Song of the Summer. Now, first we're going to go through and grade all ten. And if I if we give it an F, that's a song that if we hear it, we immediately turn the radio. We try to avoid it at all costs. Yes. If we give it a D, if it's on in public, we'll listen to it. But if it ter- still comes on the radio, we'll turn it. C, we kind of don't care. We'll let it play no matter what. B, we'll kind of crank it up and be like, all right, this is a pretty good song. And A is we will look it up on Spotify to listen to it. Yes. That is how we're going to go through grading these. And so we're going to go through all of them through the tw- the 20 teens. Yeah, so we're going to start <laughs> with 2010 and work our way up to present day. Obviously, we haven't determined the song of the summer this summer yet, so we will leave that for future podcasts. It's a we different are, decade, too. It's true. We are going up from 2010 to 2019, um, and we will walk through song by song, starting with 2010, which is what? California Girls by Katy Perry featuring Snoop Dogg. I am unaware of this song. Oh, it's California Girls are incredible. Daisy Duke something on top. I <laughs> oh, 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 oh. This is this is why Paul is in podcasting <laughs> and not the record industry. Um I I genuinely don't know that song. I when I hear California Girls, I think of the Beach Boys song. I wish they all could be California. So for you, automatically, it's I guess it's a C because you have no idea. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, I'll put it at C level just because when I hear it, I'd be like, I don't think I've heard this song. I'm not gonna lie. I cranked it whenever it came out in the summer of 2010. I was riding around on a gator, uh, popping holes in Polly Pipe, jamming out to some Katy Perry. So I'm gonna give it a B. I'm gonna oh, give God, California Girls a B. I didn't even think about that. Yep. I'm gonna give California Girls by Katy Perry a B. Let's move on to 2011. Do you have the list in front of you? There's no 2013. Who cares? That was a bad <laughs> year. Um. All right. So 2011. It's Party Rock Anthem by LMSAO. So uh, this is one I am aware of. You could not escape this song for honestly five years. Probably you couldn't escape this song. It played everywhere. When I first heard the song, I was like, this is the dumbest song ever. And it just gets better. It just gets better and better and better. It's like like watching Napoleon Dynamite, right? The first time you watch Napoleon Dynamite, you're like, what is this trash heap? There is no plot. What is this? And then you watch it the second time and you're like, "Eh." and then you watch it like the 15th time and you're busting a gut. About, like, Tina, you fat lard, come get you dinner. Like I said, when I first heard Party Rock, I hated it, and then it became, like, my state. I would start, this was back when I ran all the time, uh, not all the time, but I ran in the evenings, and I would start off my runs listening to Party Rock. <laughs> That's how much I grew to love Party Rock by L.A. But wouldn't, wouldn't you, like, accidentally shuffle backwards well? Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, instead of running. Oh, yeah, I would start doing it once uh, in the middle of running. So, but, yeah, that I would, I'm giving Party Rock Anthem. An A. I'm actually going to give Party Rock Anthem an A as well. I I enjoy it. <laughs> really, the the absolutely nonsensical music video that goes with it as well, where there's like dance zombies or something happening. Yeah, I, I enjoy that song and it's absolute pure nonsense. 
All right, 2012. We have ourselves now our first choice that we have to make. We are presented with two songs, but there only can be one song of the summer. And so we have to decide between Size Gundam Style and Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Okay, so I will say that Call Me Maybe was probably more of a true song of the summer in that it was playing on the radio all the time, whereas Gundam Style, I feel like, was more of a viral hit. I feel like Gundam Style became a thing more towards the fall than necessarily the summer. Because I remember listening to Gundam Style on my way to do a a football game. I just have to ask, are you saying Gundam Style? I don't know. (laughs) Those are like the big Japanese robots, aren't they? Hey. (laughs) That's the way I like to imagine. I know it's a district in Seoul. Yeah. Don't at me, K-pop people. But uh, I prefer so them he's as the giant robots. He's picturing yeah. Psy riding and piloting one of those giant robots. While yelling at butts. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that, yeah, that scene would be a lot different in a Gundam. Um, so, so I think we're on the same page here of what we're voting for. I, I are, but I have, I have a weird caveat here, and that is I like Gangnam style better. Uh, nah, I like, I like, I like it. Call Me Baby. I like it better as a song just because it's it's one of those things that... So it, it's you're not going to give out your number? It's Maybe? <laughs> I, I am not. <laughs> and someone dances weirdly on a car. I am, I am going to say that my official opinion is in the vein of Weird Al Yankovic, Gangnam Style is a fun song. Uh, even though he didn't, well, he did intend it to be a parody song, but it, you know, became the biggest thing ever on YouTube for a long while. Um, but I will say that Call Me Maybe is the true song of the summer because I do believe it It was So, more... which one are we going with? Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe. All right. But I like the other one better. It just wasn't the song of the summer. So, personally, out of the Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, Jepsen Spear, uh, out of her oeuvre of her discography, of course, Emotions is the better album. And no the, idea. uh, oh, come on. Emotions, I, yeah. I Really, Really, Really Like You is her best song starring Tom Hanks in the music video. Uh, but with Call Me Maybe, I'm going to give it a B. I'm going to give it a B. I like Call Me Maybe. I'm going to say a B because it's fun. I, I, I wouldn't turn away from it, but I might. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a, it's a B minus for me. All right, 2013 was a trash year, so we're just going to skip that. Yeah, apparently there's no song of the summer. If you have a song from 2013 that you're like, you guys should have considered this. Mention it in the comments. Yeah, mention it in the comments. Maybe in a future episode we'll come back and apologize to you because you'll point out, you know, our most favorite song ever that we forgot. 2014, we're choosing between Fancy by Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX and Problem by Ariana Grande featuring Iggy Azalea. Both of them are so Iggy Azalea. So Iggy Azalea had a good year in 2014. She did. I remember that whenever she was on top and I kept on thinking, Iggy Azalea is an excellent name for some billionaire's third wife. <laughs> like uh, AXAE12 or whatever his name is. right now. The newest, no idea. The newest child of Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Uh, with, I don't remember her name celebrity name lady uh and there's a singer isn't she yeah she is yeah. but anyway point being that they they named their kid like was it charlie xcx i mean is it basically <laughs> so basically a, which iggy azalea song do you prefer fancy i'm so fancy or i have one less problem without you okay now that you've said that i actually am now aware of what the problem song is because i did i couldn't off the top of my head think of it I would say, uh, I would say Fancy is, is the song. Fancy was the bigger song. I yeah. will say Problem was the better song, but Fancy was the bigger I song. I don't think I heard Problem until probably a few years later. 
They came but out I heard uh, fancy. obviously they came out the same year. Yeah, but I I remember that listening to them at the, the same time. Problem once wow, again. Was that I will, one on one speaker and one on the other speaker. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was listening one in the tractor and yeah. then one on my uh, earbuds. <laughs> so it was like a. Like That's a the mash-up. funny thing about every one of these songs is I've listened to them while driving a tractor. <laughs> so so I'm just now I'm just picturing fancy blasting as you're rolling slowly through a field. My favorite, my favorite of all time. I'm so fancy. I forget what Kanye West album it was. But I feel like it was the one that Rick Rubin dubbed where he stripped it down. And it was like he didn't even really have a cover for it. That Kanye West album. The one where he like drew the album on the way to the studio. No, 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 no. That was that was a couple years ago. Yeah. And he released that in the fall. Uh, this was the one he released during the summer. I feel like it's the one with uh, Bound on it. Uh, I don't know. Or the uh, the Black Skinhead. That song, yeah, I d- that I, album. Uh-huh. I remember listening to that one on in a like. I remember tweeting saying, "I'm probably the only person driving a capitalist tractor listening <laughs> to Kanye West's new album." I will say, if all Kanye West's albums, his most recent is my favorite. That <laughs> <laughs> is a surprise. I'm yeah. still, I, I, I'm still fond of College Dropout, and if it, if we are going to the Kanye West universe, his masterpiece, his love letter to hip hop, is Common's B album. But I digress. Yeah, we need to talk about 2014. We should have a Kanye <laughs> podcast. Oh, that, that's what we probably should have. Because I could talk the politics of Kanye. Anyway, there's Kanye a- West. I love Kanye West. Oh yeah, he's a crazy I, person. I love him. Uh, I like that he admits he's a crazy. So, person. but anyway, fancy. I'm so fancy. Uh, everyone should know, uh, from LA to Tokyo, what grade are you giving fancy? I'm going to give fancy a B. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably give it a B. If it was problem, I'd give it an A, uh, cause, uh, Ariana Grande, that was before she became Pete Davidson's, uh, fiance, uh, and she was awesome. Now she's kind I, is of... Is there a relation there? I'm just curious. No. Oh, okay. No. Me and Pete <laughs> Davidson are not related. Okay. We just have a, a same last name. Okay. I just, not I mean, to my like, knowledge. I don't know. We might be far, far, far down the line. There. Yeah. All right. So 2014, fancy, got a B. 2015, we got Cheerleader by Ami and See You Again by Wiz Khalifa. Is this even a contest? Uh... I remember listening to Cheerleader a little bit more than See You Again, but I remember See You Again not being escapable. So I think See You Again. I mean, See You Again, like, it, first off, it was the first one to pass Gangnam Style. Um, now, this is YouTube streams. I don't know about total, you know, total streams. But uh, first one to pass Gangnam Style. And, I mean... It, it has transcended more of a song, more than a song of a summer. Yes, it it combines the fact that it was part of a massive international movie super franchise, and was actually commemorating a real person, and was a song of the summer that was a viral hit. I like, remember putting it, it. It was like the Campbell song of the uh, class song, uh, whenever they graduated that year, and it like that like they graduated so and like, the song had just come out. So like as they're leaving, they're like, "You're dead to me now." <laughs> like, no, they'll see you again. It's yeah. been a long day without you, but I'll see you again. Yeah, I mean, like just the I don't know. Sorry, the implications, big picture of that. <laughs> anyway, 
I'm gonna give this a C because I had edit I had to edit a senior video with a bunch of people, and so I had to listen to the song way too much right before it got really really big, and then I had to listen to it all summer. Then you couldn't escape it. And I couldn't escape it, so I'm gonna give it a C. I was actually gonna give it an A because it. I feel like just on the fact that, like you said, it transcended all. Like usually, you get that end of the movie song that's like you know Will Smith rapping about the movie, saying stuff that he would never say in a real song but just because they paid him a lot of money to write and it happened that. in the movie yeah even exactly. though the men in black are do not protect the entire galaxy they only protect earth yeah anyway but point being that i feel like it, it that was all they were expecting this song to be when they got these folks together to write the song was just like you know a men in black over the end of the credits song and it ended up being this massive super hit and so based on its overperformance on its own merit i'm gonna give it an a all right. So I give it a C, you give it an A. 2016, our next one we had to split the baby in two. Uh, what are the two songs, Mr. Norman? One Dance by Drake and Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. And you have no idea about this Drake mega hit. The same year that Hotline Bling came out. Oh, see now if it was Hotline Bling, I know what that is. Yeah, but that came out in the, fo- in the winter. Oh, well, you yeah, know. All right, so one dance is I'm in a one dance. That sounded yeah, that like is, Shakira. It's yeah, not it Shakira. Hips, hips don't lie. <laughs> it's not Shakira. It's Drake. But no, he had like he did like this special thing. One dance was the first song on Spotify to reach a billion streams. Really, I remember it being a very big song and hearing it a lot. Uh, but since you are unfamiliar, one dance, I feel like we can go with the Justin Timberlake hit. Can't stop that feeling. Because it, it's much more uh, approachable. Yeah, I think... Thanks to Trolls. Oh, gosh. it's a, oh, Now that I know it's associated with Trolls, I feel like maybe I should... On the Spotify <laughs> track. Like, if you type it into Spotify... Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> it pull, pulls up Can't Stop That Feeling from the soundtrack of Trolls. Oh, well, it spawned that demon. Um, <laughs> so, I... Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I, I'm going to give it to Can't Stop the Feeling just because I'm aware of that song. Um... And then I'm going to go ahead and grade that song and say, like, C minus. C minus for Can't Stop That Feeling. Uh, yeah, I'll, g- I'll give it a C. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Timberlake from the last 10 years, meh. Unless, After, unless it's with Jimmy Fallon. Suit and tie, what she did with Jay-Z, was his last, like, really good, like, song song that was popular. And last good album, but since then it hasn't really been great. Yeah, like he had that the the whole album that was like this weird techno like in the woods futuristic stuff, and it was like the filthy hands song yeah, and yeah. all that. That it's like, what is this trash? <laughs> like, what is? I like that song, but I wouldn't necessarily say it was like a great song. <laughs> no, like I could. That was one of those ones that like came on the radio and like play other places. Or like I'm walking through a store and it's playing. I'm like, this is not fun to listen to. This is not enjoyable. Like I don't know. I like I said, I much prefer him and Jimmy Fallon singing Africa. Uh, pretending to be at a summer camp. Look it up. It's it's funny and stupid. Speaking of funny and stupid, let's talk about 2017, even though the song is not funny or stupid. Uh, Dust Pasito by Louis F- uh, Daddy Yankee. Or slowly. <laughs> That's what it means. Uh, 
I I remember, and that's the only song we get to choose from this uh, for 2017. So it's hands down Despacito. Uh, I remember this song, and I came up with the this little phrase I like to go. My burrito was a very tasty burrito indeed. I'm just very sad that all my amigos weren't around to uh, sharing this tasty burrito. It's quality. Yes. <laughs> like it spawned lots of this. I've also heard about a Cheeto. Um, <laughs> Here's what I would say about Despacito. It is a song that probably uh, nine ah, I'll give it eighty percent of parents wouldn't let their children listen to if the lyrics were in English. <laughs> um, the song is one hundred percent sexual. And I remember it spawning <laughs> also like the magenta. Like there was a big like uh, Latinx his, or uh, Spanish. Uh, yeah. song craze back in 2017 and i'm okay i love actually like latino sounding music i really enjoy there was a a band and i'm trying to remember the uh name a group one crew g1c they lasted like three or four years and i there was one of their albums that i would actually say for a while was my summer album like through college i would every summer i just blast it and i love the the more latin sounds there but Despacito was, you know, you talked about See You Again. like. Oh, yeah, Despacito, like, I think it's now it's the most watched it is. YouTube video. It, it has overtaken the others that we've mentioned so far as, as most watched YouTube video. And the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, hey, this is catchy. And then I heard it 17,000 more times that day. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, this is enough. I like the song. My wife hates the Justin Bieber version of the song because she just doesn't like <laughs> Justin Bieber but likes like the Daddy Yankee version. Uh, so uh, in honor of my wife, this is nothing against people of Puerto Rican descent. Uh, so Lynn Whitman, well, Miranda, Bieber. please do not oh, come yeah. at us. But I have to, because my wife, and I love my wife, I have to give it a D. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a C-. Like... I won't actively avoid it now because it's been a while. It's it's spaced out now. I won't actively avoid it, but I'm I'm not cranking it. That's for sure. See, uh, now we're on 2018, and I don't know either of the 2018 songs. In my, you don't know in my feelings. Nope. That was the Drake one that went <laughs> that I missed. Um, I don't when I when I see, I like it. I think of a different song that actually involves the crazy person we were talking about earlier kanye and large square outfits that i'm just i don't know if you're aware of the song i'm referencing nope no idea Ooh. anyway so, so some have... of our listeners are aware of the song so i'm, I'm to. guessing you're tipping towards in my feelings i probably listened to in my feelings is yeah wasn't that the year that uh it was the in my feelings challenge you know like the i remember like if this was two, 2018 they were like Drake's the song from 2018 by Drake that I remember mm-hmm. was the the one where he references the bounce scene of New Orleans uh, and loops the Lauren Hill song. I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on the song name. Uh, I don't know. I keep letting you. I don't know. Anyway. So if you've ever heard the phrase "Kiki, do you love me?" Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I probably say you never so, from beside me. All right, so we're gonna, <laughs> I guess, give it to Drake. Yeah. Instead of Cardi B, even though 2018 was the year of Cardi B. So uh, since you are the ex, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a like a CC 
because like I a CC yeah because like, like if it was to come on do you love me I would probably just listen to it I probably wouldn't turn it yeah I so nice my, for what is what I is what I was thinking of okay yeah I'm not I'm not as familiar with that one so in my feelings by Drake absolutely for me get the vote for which one was the true song of the summer um and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B plus B plus yeah I'll give it a B plus we're down to the final song of the decade yes and the final one I don't know this one like well there's ooh. two options there's two options and one is a really strong and both of them are strong ones I'm gonna say yeah. I'd have to hear a clip from the second one to know what it is Oh, uh, so we got Old Town Road by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Yes! And we have Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camilla Calibo. Camilla Cabello. Cabello. Uh, (laughs) Or Caballo, Dun-dun-dun-dun. I think that's how it starts. Oh, the one where she's dancing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what it is now. Yeah, Yeah. I'm aware of this one. Because the music video is her, like, watching herself on a movie screen and then imagining she's herself... I would say that the song of the summer is Old Town Road. 100,000%. I think Senorita is a better s- song because it just didn't get beat to death. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would say Old Town uh. Road is probably the song of the summer. The thing I like that I wish they would have done with Old Town Road, which they did it on like an award show, but I wish they would have re- released the actual track. They did like a thousand remixes of this. Yeah. I wish they would just put all the remixes together in a giant like old town road remix. And I think that would be a fun song. Well, I mean, uh, at one point Lil Nas X said that he was going to release an entire album that was just old town road remixes. Like, but now he's on to Panini. Yeah. (laughs) Why, why are you a meanie? Um, (laughs) the, no, there was another one where he's like doing weird vampire, like, steampunk vampire crap it's really weird i'm now interested yeah look, i'm look at look it up it's anyway um if yeah i'm trying to remember the name of it anyway old town road won 2019 I, I think old town road and here's the thing about old town road right if we're if we're looking historically at these things old town road was one of the first ones that like i got like rumors and ripples of old town road before we've referenced hit. old town road on this podcast before. yes we have many, multiple times many times <laughs> Um, but the, the thing was like, I guess I can name drop a little bit, uh, here. And that is, I had some folks like longtime listener of the podcast, Caleb Johnson, who were like, you need to play this. And so one day we got done with stuff in class and we had like two minutes left where they were supposed to be working on some assignment and they're like, please play it. And they're like, I promise there's nothing bad about it. And I play it. And there are a couple things that are not okay for me to be playing in class. I mean, they're... They're borderline. Somebody, it's ve- it, it is very it it's is. very PG. Yeah. Um. But the, I start playing and I was like, man, this is dumb. And then, it you catch yourself singing it. Yes. Yeah. You can't get it out of. I your remember head. singing it like in class, like during, like like sixth hour. I was at lunch and I was just singing it as kids walked in. And I remember a kid saying, "I heard that song you were singing, Mr. Davidson. Uh-huh. I heard that song you were humming." So and yeah, I I would say and just the the fact that it's attached. I mean, obviously, Lil Nas X is probably going to be remembered somewhat of a one hit wonder. Like, yes, he has Panini, he has he has other things, and he'll keep coming. I'm sure he'll come up with more catchy ones that we'll see throughout previous or future summers. I, was, I wanted to consider him a one-hit wonder, per se. But he's one mega hit. 
He's one mega hit, yeah. And so I would say that the fact that it's attached to Lil Nas X, who is just a character, like, if you've ever followed him on Twitter, it's a ride, like, it's hilarious for most part. Um, and he'll tweet out memes that are making fun of himself and stuff. It's great. So I, I enjoy that as well. I think that plays into the fact so that... what grade do you give Old Town Road? A. Whoa. We got an A for Old Town Road. I'm going to give it a B. I'm going to give it a B. <laughs> I'm I'm going A. I'm I mean, I'm talking like we might even be nearing nearing A plus range. Ooh. Like just because you want to give it an A plus? I'm going to give it an A plus. I'm doing there it. There we go. I'm doing because it. Because that adds some controversy for the final part where we have to determine the song of the summer for the decade. All right, song of the summer for the decade. And there's two candidates. Both of us gave uh, Party Rock Anthem an A. You gave Little Nas X's Old Town Road an A+, where I gave it a B. So, I'm going to give this to you. Are we going Party Rock Anthem, or are we going Old Town Road? Man, I'm, I'm going to go, based on, based on recency bias, I'm going Old Town Road. Old Town Road... Just it because if you combined all of now he released seventy thousand remixes of this right, but if you combine all of those things, it has more views than any of them. Like if you combine all of them, right? And I feel like it. He just did such a good job of literally adapting to the changing summer culture as it went. He just released a new version that had whoever was hot that moment. And the fact that that one framework of a song became almost its own genre of music over the summer, that's impressive. And it did bring Billy Ray Cyrus back from the dead. It did. It did. And people actually, you know, cared about his daughter for like a minute or a second. Or didn't think about his daughter for a minute or a second. Um, So the achy breaky old town... Uh, right up on a tractor. I mean, I you Mystery. always gotta you gotta keep the horses in the back, man. <laughs> so that is the song of the summer, Old Town Road, and all of its remixes. That was the song of the summer for the decade. This summer, we don't know. So we'll find out as we go along. We might record another one saying, "Hey, this was the song of the summer. What'd you think? Oh, it was an F, F two because it's not Old Town, Town Road." If you guys have things that you think we should see, as you you recognize, this is the up and coming song of the summer for twenty twenty. Um, I feel like, like it's we didn't start the fire, but you know, just <laughs> something, something relevant to the times. Um, but yeah, so if you want to break from all of the chaos that is 2020, take a walk down memory lane of past songs of the summer, and then see what you think is coming next. But until next time, my name has been Paul Davidson. My name is, and Lord willing, will be Scott Norman. And we've been two dumb woke guys.